Well, I got four people out. Mm-hmm. You know, four people protesting. That's, yeah. It's pretty good. It's powerful. Pro- powerful. There's certainly no crackdown. No, no. No. Uh, and no. by the way, we should point out the Chinese uh, government, they're, wow, they're... Can I tell you? They get things done. <laughs> okay? They get and things done. They are leading the way on climate. I'll say yeah, that. well, they're, they're on the cutting edge, according to Al Gore. Yeah. Cutting edge. The cutting edge. Now, when we say cutting edge, leading the way, it, mm-hmm. it does mean also that they lead the, the world in emissions. Uh, by a lot. By a lot. They but passed us a long time a ago. A long time ago, yeah. But, but they're, they're on the cutting edge. No, it was even it was older Before than that. Before that? I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, the, uh, the whole Chinese uh, thing, did we talk about this on the air? I can't remember <clears> where um, this interview with... Uh, Mark Cuban, <laughs> where Cuban is like answering all these questions, and you know, as you'd expect, he's a billionaire. He can say what he wants. He's answering every single question totally confidently, easily, no problems. Everything's rolling off his tongue. And they get to China and the NBA, and he's like, "Ah, uh, <laughs> well, countries, and I don't want to. J- you shouldn't judge. Well, let me get back to. You. I can't really comment. <laughs> What's it? It was unbelievable. I mean, they're terrified. Terrified. Yeah, they are. These guys. They are. today for Glenn. Uh, we got this presidential historian survey. These are always fascinating to me because uh, presidential historians are normally numbskulls who uh, are complete buffoons. So in addition to being numbskulls, they're also total buffoons. But we'll get to their incredible uh, list of the best presidents in the history of the country uh, coming up here in just 60 seconds. program whether it's for work or play this summer take your raycons with you i'm at the ranch right now and i'm going to be plugged in as i get onto my tractor more of a bulldozer now and move some earth and then hit the hills i'll be wearing a pair of raycon wireless earbuds in my ears so i can listen to podcasts or i can listen to great music while i make hay if you will you'll get crisp powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands raycons they look great they feel even better and they come in a range of cool colors with customizable gel tips included for comfortable in-ear fit. They're the most comfortable earbuds I've ever owned. Get 15% off Raycons at buyraycon.com slash Beck. Plus, Raycon has a 45-day happiness guarantee, so give them a try. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised, and you will never go anywhere without them. That's buyraycon.com slash Beck for 15% off your order. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. So there have been 45. We got the 45th president in office right now. So the top 44 presidents 
listed by presidential historians. This is a survey I usually <laughs> oh, no. see around President's Day. Yeah. But I don't remember seeing it this year. Maybe maybe they just waited until now to come out COVID. here. In the, yeah, COVID, COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Right. COVID-19. All about COVID. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> the let's start with the worst president of all time. This is perennially the worst president of all time. You know who they usually pick as the worst? Number 44. <sighs> then after, Hoover? Nope. But they don't like Hoover. Guess. They He's don't usually like towards Hoover. the bottom. Hoover is uh, 36, 36. So he is near the bottom. James Buchanan. Buchanan. <laughs> our first gay president. They've. I don't know. They, I don't know if they're homophobic or what, but they always list James Buchanan. Dead last among yeah. American presidents. Yes, they do. Uh, sad. Sad for James. <clears throat> uh, we also have, uh, let's see, to start at the uh, at number 10. So the top 10. Oh, wait, wait, you're not going to do more of the crappy ones? Well, yeah. I, I want to know more could. of the crappy ones. Okay. Give me some crappy presidents, <clears throat> according to historians. Now, now, number 43. So 44 is James Buchanan. Mm-hmm. Number 43, Andrew Johnson. At uh, number 42, Franklin Pierce. <laughs> Presidents people don't know much about, right? No, yeah. Franklin they're... Pierce, he, I, name three things Franklin Pierce accomplished in I, office. I can actually remember the day that I realized John Tyler was president of the United States. I had I went through really? my entire life not, yeah, knowing, not knowing about John, uh, John, Tyler. John Tyler. And I remember John Tyler. Who the hell is John Tyler? Well, he's the 39th best president <laughs> in the history of the country. Okay, the, these guys at the end, yeah, you really realize are not there, uh, are not. They're just not. A lot of them are just not known. No, they're not. This this next one at number 41 is definitely known. <laughs> Donald J. Trump. They list at 41. I will say Jeez. I am. St- Stunned he is not 44. I yeah, am According to presidential historians, place. yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Again, like, these guys always put progressive him. presidents up at the top and, mm-hmm. and conservative presidents at, near the bottom. The fact that they didn't put Trump at 44 out of 44 is stunning to me. They must hate gay people like President Buchanan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, William, Harry, William Henry Harrison, uh, 40th. How what was he president for, like, nine days? How long was Harrison president? Yeah, is he the one that died really quickly? Wasn't he the one? I'm I getting he? these guys confused now. They do. Um, nah, it might have been McKinley. McKinley wasn't president very long either. Maybe that's the one of the month. Um, okay, so then then John Tyler, as we mentioned, at 39. Millard Fillmore, 38. Mm. Harding, 37. Herbert Hoover at uh, 36, as we mentioned. Zachary Taylor, 35th. Martin Van Buren. Rutherford B. Hayes, 33. Benjamin Harrison. Richard Nixon. Okay, so... Hold on. So, William Henry Harrison. Yeah. Uh, His presidency lasted from March 4th, 1841 to April 4th, 1841. Wow. (laughs) That's not a... March to April. Yeah. Like a month. Not a good run. I mean, I, don't, I kid you, that's it's unfair. Why He should be like number one. He couldn't have screwed up that bad. Is he the one that caught pneumonia yeah, when he was yeah. out doing mm-hmm. the, yeah, the speech? Um, I, Chester A. Arthur, too. Very uh, obscure president He at number 30. George Bush at 29. George, George w. w. Bush. Yeah, yeah now it's 29th. interesting. George W. Bush is now moving <laughs> up on these lists, you're noticing. He was to- he went from 33 to 29 this time. And this is why you can't look at these recent presidents with any 
mm-hmm. level of uh, honesty. These guys cannot do it because True. Bush was the worst guy in the world in 2009 and 10. And now that Trump has come in and now he's the worst guy in the world, you can move Bush up and say, Bush was good. Look, look, at, look at the comparison. And by the way, the same. I know it seems impossible. But the same thing will happen with whoever runs next. If Ron DeSantis is the candidate, they will say, geez, we thought Trump was bad. But Ron DeSantis is worse. Mm-hmm. They, did the, they did it with Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. Remember that? They're like, yeah. we, look, we, gosh, we thought uh, George Bush was bad. But Mitt Romney, he's yep. worse. They do it every single time. Right. And Bush is gone in the surveys. They do this uh, 2009 survey, 2017, 2021. Uh, so Bush in that time has gone 36 to 33 to 29. <laughs> See? Yeah. He's, he's moving, moving up. up the charts. Moving, moving up the charts. Another four places, George W. Bush. Like, has he accomplished something new? <laughs> uh, what has happened to make him go from 36 to 29? Uh, it's the perception. Yeah. You know, you're right. History tells the story, I guess. Gerald Ford, who was not a great president, was number 28. Uh, Garfield and uh, Carter next. Carter should be way lower than 26. That's for ridiculous. Sure. He's one of the worst of all time. He should probably be in the 40s. Late 30s to the early 40s. Grover Cleveland, they list at 25. One of our greatest... Uh, this is one of our greatest presidents of all time. This oh, guy, yeah. to me, is top three. Yep. He's definitely top three. Calvin Coolidge. And How they have him 24. Calvin Coolidge 24. at 24. That is a disgrace. It really is. 24? It really is. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think he's... Probably my favorite president, uh, maybe my second or third favorite. But he's right mm-hmm. up there. He should be Definitely. up there at the top. That's a that's a that's a that's a terrible miscarriage of justice. For me, he's up there with George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and Abraham Lincoln. He's he's right up there with those guys. Uh, he was a great president. Uh, let's see. Clinton is down at number nineteen now. Clinton has kind of gone the other way. He's gone 14, 15, 19. Mm. So same with George H.W. Bush, 18, 20, then 21. Yeah, it's interesting that those guys are going backwards for some reason. James K. Polk is a guy you don't hear about much (laughs) since we dropped James K. Polk Tuesdays uh, doing Pat and Stu years ago. Uh, We finally got tired of doing it, (laughs) (laughs) but he's listed at number 18. That's not bad. That's not bad. All right. The top 10. Barack Obama at number 10. Uh, just above him at number nine. And this is way too low, I think. Uh, Ronald Reagan, ninth. Uh, Why would you put Reagan? I'm surprised he's ninth, actually, on a list like this. If I was going to put him, I'd I'd have him higher. Mm -hmm. Um, But ninth isn't bad for presidential historians. I'm shocked that they put him ninth. That's that's stunning for historians. JFK, who always is overrated, uh, number eight. Mm Mm-hmm. that's ridiculous yeah it is he didn't even complete a term again not his fault right but still you have to take that into account did some good things though he stared down the soviets he uh had the vision of the moonshot uh and he lowered taxes yep in a big way i mean he was not not not, i I would not put him at the bottom but he's not a top 10 president he didn't even serve he didn't serve enough time i think to be a top 10 president right um let's see thomas jefferson number seven way too low for Thomas Jefferson. Uh, Harry Truman is above Thomas Jefferson at number six. Mm, no. no. Dwight D. Eisenhower, the fifth best president of all time. Hmm. Hmm. Kind of ambivalent on that one. Uh, then you get to Theodore Roosevelt. I'm not ambivalent on that. That's terrible. At number That's four. a 
terrible ranking, and even worse is even number worse. three, FDR. Yeah, those At are terrible. number three, no. Uh, FDR is definitely near the bottom of this list. Definitely one of the worst presidents of all time. In fact, we skipped over Lyndon, Lyndon Baines Johnson, who's yes. listed at number 11. He might be the all-time worst president. Seriously, I, I think he is underrated in that discussion as one of the worst presidents Absolutely. of all time. He, he is almost single-handedly responsible for all of our problems with debt. Trillions and trillions, trillions of and dollars tr- can be attributed to him and the war on poverty. And he was a... An out-of-control racist. racist. Yep. Uh, the fact that they... Yep. And again, not racist. I mean, look, Woodrow Wilson, who we didn't mention somehow on this program, which is, a, is terrible. He's at number 13, which actually oh, is probably... Way too high. I, he should be, obviously, in the 40s. But, like, Wilson was a racist in a, mm-hmm. lo- a lot earlier mm-hmm. than Johnson. Johnson was still doing the racist thing you know a half century later and here's the thing the weird thing about lyndon b johnson he's credited for the civil rights bill it's for in- signing it incredible well yeah after he was forced into it essentially and he fought it his entire he life fought it right up till the time he signed it really he signed it out of political necessity he had to sign it and he finally did but he fought it the rest of his career uh, that's it's despicable that he's listed at number eleven. Okay, going back to the uh, t- uh, number two, George Washington, and it, uh, which I don't have a problem with since you've got Abraham Lincoln at number one. I mean that's hard to argue with. Um, although I, Southerners would always argue with Abraham Lincoln being number one, the best president of all time. Yeah, I might put. I look, Lincoln is a top <clears throat> a top five president in my view, mm-hmm. uh, but I probably put Washington ahead of him. I, yeah, I definitely to, would. It's hard to put Washington behind anyone, I it think, is. in a list like this. I'd it have is. Coolidge in the top five. I think I'd have Reagan in the top five. Mm-hmm. Jefferson, I could put in the top five as well. For sure. For you know, Monroe? Mm. James Monroe? Not a top five guy. No. For me. Madison? Is, Madison, I, I would consider putting He's definitely in the, top ten. I don't know why me. he's so... I mean, like his... He's never listed high, though. Yeah, you know, I think there's a separation. It's hard, it's hard for, I think, most people to separate his presidency versus... His legacy, writing the Constitution. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, he's one of the most important people in our country's history. Yeah, some people rate his presidency a little bit lower. Yeah, uh, but his his contributions to this country, you'd put him in the top Huge. five for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I put Reagan up there. I would put um, Coolidge up there for sure, and I would my my bottom five has got Woodrow Wilson in it. It's probably got Jimmy mm-hmm. Carter in it. It mm-hmm. definitely has LBJ in it. Yes. I mean, you, those names, you can't yes. look. You can't, can't look past them. And I think maybe the best president of all time was William Henry Harrison. Because he was only in there for a month and he couldn't screw things up. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one. Right. Right. If I had what if we did to... monthly presidents? I mean, maybe we should think about this as a real Who long-term had the trend. best month as a president? <laughs> yeah, I think, though, we, that's the term limit we go with. Four <laughs> weeks. <laughs> you could run for, you could be president for four weeks, and then you uh-huh. get a second four-week term, and then your term limited out. I like it. And we'd have a lot of elections, I like though. It. I don't think I could take the election ads yeah. in, this, in this format. This is like what It'd they do like in Israel, Israel right now. <laughs> they just, <laughs> hey, wait, what if we just throw another election next week? Let's just plan having a, a weekly election mm-hmm. for the president 
you know. Well, let's see if th- that guy can put together a government. And then the next guy uh, in another month will will elect him, see if he can put one together. Maybe we shouldn't. Uh, this is a crazy idea for a lot of these parliamentary democracies, but maybe you don't have the president putting together a government. Maybe that's not the way the system should work. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah maybe let the people yeah. elect elect representatives Whoa. into a government mm. and then uh, you go with what the people elect. Huh. This is one of the most what fascinating like? things about how the world is developed, I think, which is yeah. the United States comes out of nowhere. I, this is July 4th, right? We, we come out of nowhere. We're the upstart kids in town. Mm-hmm. We take over the league, right? Mm-hmm. MVP every single year. Mm-hmm. And so few countries have decided to just emulate what Follow we've done. Follow the plan. Like, they all try these little mixes on it. They all yeah. have a little different way of going about it. I mean, they've all moved from monarchies to toward democracy. I mean, the world as a whole has gotten mm-hmm. a lot better since the U.S. came through. And we've had a lot of that influence. But they all, a lot of them just stick around with this, like, parliamentary democracy system. All these things, like, look, you know what you should do? Look at our Constitution. Put it, when it says United States, change it to your, your name of your country. That's what you should do. Go in there. Take the document. Control H, I think it is, which mm-hmm. is uh, find and replace. Okay. Find United States, replace with Uganda or whatever country you are, <laughs> and then go with it. Yeah. That's easy. Now, you want to tweak a thing here or there, I can understand it. Maybe your culture's a little bit different, but we've set this up pretty well. You've seen this works, right? <laughs> we've basically been it's the global superpower mm-hmm. forever. A, forever. And people are just like, what if we try something totally different? <laughs> What if we put? How what about if we, if we do a constitution on Twitter? Yeah. What if we did that? Let's have a panel of kings. <laughs> we'll have nine kings, and they can all. It's like why just do what we've done? We've told you how to do it. It works. Right. You all. It, it's like well, we're going to have totally different laws, but at the same time, I want to. I want to mention. All of our people should be able to illegally cross the border to go into that place all the time. And it's hateful if you don't allow them to do it. Wait, you could just have this where you are. Mm-hmm. We, it's, not, it's not the land that has made this place great. It's not the location. It's not the climate. It's, uh, it's, the, constitution it's the Constitution and the founding documents that have made this place great, among other things. Yep. Just try to emulate that as close as you can. It's not rocket science. It's not. I've already shown you how to or do it. Or we could go to Twitter. <laughs> hey, send us some amendments. <laughs> a tweet at Iceland's got a new constitution on Twitter, and we'll put them in there. <laughs> no more than 244 characters, though. 888 <laughs> beck You've heard me talk about MyPillow and how it literally has changed my sleep and my energy all day. I met Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, and he fit me for my own pillow. I didn't know that you had to do that, but you do. And when you get the right pillow, it's unbelievable. All right, the pillows don't go flat. You can wash them, dry them. They stay fluffed up all night. They're made in the USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or you know somebody who doesn't, listen, get one. They are really, really great. And now is the time to buy for a very limited time. Mike Liddell is offering his premium MyPillows at his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen premium MyPillow for $29.98, originally $69.98. It's a $40 savings. King size are $5 more. This is a limited time. These are the lowest prices ever. You get a 60-day money-back guarantee. You don't like it, ship it back. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, 
and you'll find not only this amazing offer, but deep discounts on all MyPillow products. Use the promo code BECK, B-E-C-K, or call 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. <laughs> We're still trying to noodle out uh, how these other countries nice. can can make a, a successful government. You know, we, we've shown them the way and they just won't follow us, no. apparently. And so they're doing things like, what? wait a minute, what if we continue to pretend like we're a monarchy? This will be fun. Yeah. And we make the people pay for a royal family who has no actual power, but we'll give them billions of dollars every year. They can fight amongst themselves like they're the Clampins and, and the... And the and the, the who are the two war factions? <laughs> Not the Clampets, because the Clampets were fine. <laughs> but they don't have any power. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, but, but we'll they can dominate. We'll, and we'll have them dominate all the news coverage <laughs> instead of actually the people making the laws. Right, right. Oh, oh, and the prime minister should be able to call for an election whenever they want. Right. That's a great idea. <laughs> Let's not schedule it in advance. Let's just have the person who has the power decide when the best chance of them having more power will be. And what if we go to the queen and pretend we're asking her for permission to put together a government? Or how about this one? What if we take someone who used to be in the FSB and was probably responsible for dozens of murders and we give him the presidency and let him execute all of his political opponents? He can just poison people who oppose him. And then we'll pretend like he's term limited, and we'll give it. We'll let the president be his best friend, right? who holds the the presidency uh, okay. for four years, and we'll put the other guy back in. Yeah, okay, that sounds great. And what if we then set a deadline of twenty thirty six when he has to leave? <laughs> yeah, because it'll only be thirty eight years by then. That's great. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's, it's just so Dutch. We've already mapped this out. <laughs> Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. We already invented it. And is it just us? I mean, it's kind of obvious that we've been successful with this. Yes. Right? I think that's true. I mean, look. they Kind of obvious. You see that so many countries are so far to the left of us and want to implement and they want to give away and they want to control. Mm-hmm. And they don't like that. I think that's the problem. The biggest problem with the United States as far as exporting democracy in, our, in the way, you know, what we refer to as democracy is that it requires people to, number one, not want to control everything at the top. Yeah. And number two, cede to the people and allow them to use their liberty to make their lives better in the way they choose. And nobody Mm -hmm. in leadership anywhere in the world wants to do that. It's amazing. They all think this is nuts. This is why things like Bitcoin take off. Because it's it's going against that system and it's it can't be controlled by these governments uh, it's it, it's so true it's like you just can't get people to give up their own power principles of freedom it's amazing what this is the glenn Beck program 
Has a new home crossed your mind? Maybe you want something bigger or you're ready for a new neighborhood? Well, listen to this. Mortgage rates continue to be at historic lows, which means home ownership is incredibly affordable, especially when you work with American Financing because they're top-rated family-owned mortgage lender that has been working for you, helping homeowners for the last 20 years doing what it takes to get you into a home for less. They don't work for the bank. They work for you. A custom loan program to down payment assistance to affordable monthly payments. Their mortgage consultants can do it all without ever charging you any upfront fee, without any high pressure or anything like that. Process simple, straightforward. They're even open at night and on weekends. So get your financial house in order and don't put off your dream home. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440 or apply online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Doing our part to keep free speech alive. There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. 888-727-BECK here on this Independence Day weekend. We had some interesting uh, decisions by the Supreme Court this week. Yeah, enough for me to don my notorious ACB shirt. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett mm. on the right side of both of these, by the way. Oh, good. Uh, these okay. rulings yesterday. Uh, she's been good so far. It's been nice to see. Uh, mm-hmm. Notorious ACB, by the way, available at stewdoesmerch.com if you'd like to get your own. Because I feel like this is going to be a, re- a recurring situation where she's going to be good for a while. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I'm hopeful yeah, at least. What is she? Late 40s, right? Yeah, she's going to be around for a long yeah. time, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. And certainly one of the big parts of the legacy of the Trump presidency, uh, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, notorious ACB. And I wonder, I mean, uh, if you're going to rank those three choices, how are you ranking them? Uh, it, right now? Yeah. I, I, this is, this is a, I hadn't thought this one out, but if you're, we just ranked all a bunch of presidents. Probably Coney Barrett first. Mm-hmm. Followed by Gorsuch and then Kavanaugh. That's kind of how I think I would go too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coney Barrett, it's a little early to yeah, say this. It I is. mean, it, we're definitely on all three of them. It's too early to say what their legacy is. But uh, just mm. as far as my optimism level, that right now it would probably be Coney Barrett. Kavanaugh, like as much as he became this, you know, this big controversial figure, and conservatives were pushing so hard for him. He's the one I have the least faith on as far as actual rulings. People don't, there's mm-hmm. some, there's a sect of conservatism that doesn't love Gorsuch all that much because he's a little too libertarian for them. Now, and that's kind of, I rather, he's kind of more my flavor in that way. Mm-hmm. So I like him a little bit more than some conservatives do. Uh, but they've all been, none of them have been terrible. I mean, Kavanaugh has not been terrible. He's, he's had a couple rulings that make me... Mm-hmm. crinkled my forehead a little bit but yep. uh, you know he's not been terrible none of them have been terrible yesterday it was 6-3 in two separate rulings one of them i want to focus on one of them was about whether california can require charities private uh, fundraising organizations to disclose their large donors mainly because they didn't like the Koch brothers that was really what it was mm-hmm. and the Koch brothers brought a challenge to this even though one of them is no longer alive uh, and they won. Uh, you you don't you can't force 
organizations to give out who their donors are. There's no reason to do that. You have from the same people who constantly argue there is a right to privacy built into the Constitution, which leads them to say that you can have an abortion whenever you want. Mm. Those mm. same people are like, oh, of course you have to uh, disclose your donors. Like, this makes absolutely no sense. So that's mm. that was one of them. The other one was about this Arizona voting law, and it applies to really all the vo- voting laws going on right now. L- the left is arguing basically, you know, you can't do anything that restricts anybody's voting access. The conservatives are arguing, well, yeah, you can. You make any, you know, states get to make their own laws on, as to how they run their election process. And, you know, as long as you're not doing things like crazy poll taxes and you can't vote if you're black or things like that, you have a pretty wide berth to be able to do what you want. The Supreme Court ruled six to three, Samuel Alito writing the majority opinion. And he says, I think this is quite a valid point here. Where a state provides multiple ways to vote, any burden imposed on voters who choose one of the available options cannot be evaluated without also taking into account the other available means. So you can go and you can vote one. Like, for example, this is legitimately one of the things they're saying are shutting down the rights of minorities to vote in this country. To vote in Arizona, you will need to show up at the right place. Why the oppression? <laughs> Why are they oppressing the vote? Why like, do they want to suppress the vote so much in yeah. Arizona? Why? Like if you Why? if you're supposed to vote in a precinct in Phoenix, you can't just show up in Mesa. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like the most basic part of voting. I know I, I can tell you the places that I vote because I know this there's a one church I go to that I never go to at any other time other than when I'm voting uh, because it's not my church. Mm-hmm. But I know where it is. And I know how to go there. The same thing with when you go to the town hall. You might yep. need to vote there. I, I don't go to the town hall that often. But you know what? I took 10 seconds to figure out where I needed to go to vote. Mm-hmm. That's how this mm-hmm. works. A very basic requirement of being a citizen. And then during the early vote, at least in Texas, I don't know if this is the rule in every state, but at least in Texas, you can vote anywhere in the county during early voting. So any precinct you can walk into if you're early voting and and you can pretty much vote anywhere in that particular county you want to. Uh, that's pretty generous, I think. That's pretty easy. Just on election day, you have to vote at your own precinct. And I don't know why there, there's that rule, uh, but... It, it's the, it, now that's not it's you know there's lots of different rules in every single state um this is kind of what arizona is pushing back on now i don't know if it applies to early voting but do they want you to be able to vote you, anywhere yeah they, they're saying the left is saying you should be able to vote anywhere you should be able to vote you know that's occur- never been the case no, though it's never been the it's case never been the it's case. a basic requirement go to the right location yeah if you go it's to the wrong hard. location it's really not they that send hard. you to the right location yeah you know uh they don't they didn't like that uh, and so Alito's point is basically you can, if it's got to do with fraud, for example, that's in the interest of the state and they should be able to, to monitor that. The other part of it was ballot harvesting where let's say some left wing campaign worker can go to a nursing home and collect all the ballots from the nursing home. And he goes and check and uh, turns them all in. Like, obviously mm. this is a, a big 
uh, fraud possibility. Mm-hmm. And they said, you can't do that. Goes up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court says, yeah, you know what? Actually, you can. Uh, the The basic idea here is that you should be able to, if it's not uh, having some significant impact on your ability to vote, if it's not arduous, right? Mm-hmm. If there are other ways for you to vote, like for example, a person who has decided, you know what? I will only vote in the wrong precinct, <laughs> right? That Whoever that person is can vote by mail, right? And that's available in Arizona. So okay. there's other ways to vote. And also if it has something to do with fraud, it should be uh, available. Now, if that doesn't mean that everything is, every the fraud is all over the country all the time. They're not saying that. They're just saying that it, obviously it's in the interest of the state to control voter mm-hmm. fraud. Listen to these two arguments though and you tell them, because these are not equivalent. You know, sometimes you have like one side has a really good point. The other side also has a really good point, which one should be right. And we might think it's the conservative side. They might think it's the liberal side. If uh, every time I turn on law and order and I watch an episode, I'm completely convinced that this guy murdered this family. And then the other attorney steps up and I'm completely convinced he's innocent. You know, I like mm-hmm. sometimes Supreme Court rulings come down like that. Here are the uh, arguments as summarized by the New York Times. Justice Alito said the prohibitions on ballot collections under the new guideposts, he kind of set forth some rules as to what can be shut down and restricted, saying they imposed a minor burden, they left open other ways of voting, and they were meant to combat fraud. Justice Kagan responded that the measure disproportionately affected rural Native American communities that lacked ready access to mail service. Those are the two sides of this argument. <laughs> One is saying, look, look, you got to control fraud. And as long as it's easy to vote another way, we can't go crazy. Of course, there can be restrictions. The other side is saying, yeah, but what about Native Americans in rural areas that don't have mail? <laughs> are there a lot of those places? I, 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 a lot? Like, uh, I guess not something I would have realized is a major problem. Right. And of course, America. they can still vote. They can still vote by mail. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, if you want native rural Americans to have better access to mail, then Congress can just give them that. They can work on that if mm-hmm. the native American areas want it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. This is not something that that they is They could also vote in person. They could vote in person. Yes. They could vote they could vote by mail. They could vote a bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. Now, I, there is and even if like you came up with this crazy idea, right? At the end of the day, that this one community had an issue getting uh, getting to the mailbox, you know, maybe maybe we could hire someone for ten dollars an hour. That's a government worker. You know what? Take one of the people who's doing nothing that works for the government, and then maybe they could bring it over. You know what? Take some off-duty police officers. And say, you know what? The off-duty police officers get to go and pick up a ballot box on the property of the Native Americans. You don't overrule the state's rights to set their own election laws because of one tiny outlier somewhere. Mm -hmm. This is what the left always tries to do, and it's always about identity. It's always about race. It's always about sex. It's always about sexual preference. It's always about origin. All of these things are supposed, we have laws that apply to everyone. 
And that is the difference, I think, between the left and the right. Right now, we look for rules that are, are, are that apply to everyone equally and that everyone has an equal opportunity. And we expect the very basics out of people to do things like voting. You got to register. You got to send it in on time. Mm-hmm. You know, people keep going to this this New York election that's going on right now. And they're like, ranked choice voting. That's terrible. What's terrible about the New York elections is that they're allowing people to send in absentee ballots weeks and weeks and weeks after the election is over that's yeah, the that's problem if all good. the if all the ballots were in on time they just run the program it would be over mm-hmm. it would be done in an hour instead they're like well what if a rural native american person doesn't have mail access in new york city because there's a lot of rural native american areas i don't know if you know this in new york a city a lot Pat. yeah a lot and they can't get to a mailbox <laughs> and they 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 go on a long hike through manhattan then through the bronx yeah across across the bridge and when they get there they don't have to show an id though do of they? course not Okay, because that would be oppressive. That would be oppressive. And I don't want that to happen. You know, minorities, they can't get IDs because they don't know where the DMV is. And a lot of them can't get online. And so if they can't get online, they don't know where the driver's license is, the driver's license uh, place, you know, the DMV, then there's no way they can vote. And, uh, and I, was, uh, I was reading online that uh, Ron DeSantis banned minorities from going to the DMV. I haven't. I haven't checked it out, but that's my understanding. I'm sure it's true. I saw a tweet about it. Well, then it's true. Yeah, and then I saw an article about the tweet. Yeah, and in the article it said some people said that Ron DeSantis did this. That's why I hate Republicans. Yeah, that's, that's why exactly I hate them. why I hate their guts. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. The Glenn Beck Program. Sunshine and backyard cookouts are back in the forecast, and Blinds.com wants to help you soak up the savings during their 4th of July spectacular with up to 45% off everything. Transform your backyard into the perfect oasis this summer with their top-selling outdoor shades. Blinds.com makes it a breeze to get made-to-order custom blinds for any room in your home or outdoor space. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com will make ordering custom window treatments online super easy. With free samples, free shipping, and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer. I want you to go there now, Blinds.com. Their 4th of July spectacular. Receive up to 45% off everything at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, you can listen to my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday morning right before this one uh, on the, the Blaze Radio and TV. Or you can uh, check it out anytime you want, uh, day or night, uh, wherever you get your podcasts for free. Now, it's a little tougher with, uh, with Stu Does America. Yeah. Because you, you have to get that wherever you get your podcast. Or on YouTube for free. Or on YouTube for free. You can subscribe for free there whenever you'd like. So, yes, please uh, subscribe mm-hmm. and rate and review and do all the things. We do appreciate when you do that. And we do appreciate that it hurts others around us. <laughs> it helps us, uh-huh. hurts others 
all the best things. We we do appreciate that quite a bit because, as you know, it's a zero sum game. Yes. No one. If we right. do well, no one else can do well, <laughs> and that's the way the left looks at the economy. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit out of. It's not exactly true, but I want it to be true, and therefore that's enough in our mm-hmm. society today. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where we live. That's where we live and breathe now, Pat. And that's the that's the the way the media is. Yeah. And that's the way we're just going to jump into it. Pretty much seems that way, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Venezuela, they're doing something kind of interesting. They're going to cut six zeros off the boulevard. That's their <laughs> denomination of, of, of money uh, to simplify transactions. So uh, they're once again going to lop off more zeros from the national currency mm-hmm. to try to simplify the daily tra- transactions. Uh, apparently, they got all the way up to a million boulevard uh, denomination bill. Uh, so they had a one million Boulevard note, largest in the country's history. Uh, but that bill is now worth thirty-two cents uh, in the United States. So from a million America. Boulevard to thirty-two cents. Thirty-two cents. So what are they doing? They're making. Are they making a million into a thousand? Yeah, they're well. They're cut, they're lopping six. Oh, six, six zeros off. So they're making a million into one hundred. Or into one, right? Let's see. Yeah, there's is that the right a million is one it? with six zeros. It's a one dollar. Yeah, they're making it one dollar, which would make sense if it's really thirty two cents. So then you're going to have <laughs> one boulevard equals thirty two cents U.S. Right? <laughs> wow, this is bad. Wow, it's man. really bad. You know, it's, it's really bad. Interesting that El Salvador had issues like this, with, not as bad as Venezuela, but had issues like this, and they were like, you know what? What if we just use the dollar? Yeah. Well, let's just use the dollar as our currency. Yeah. And did now, they wind up doing that? I don't they remember. They did do it in the early 2000s, I believe. Okay. And then that went pretty well for a while. And then we started spending trillions of dollars on COVID and things like that. And now they're like, you know what? Sure, we have the dollar. Let's also do Bitcoin. And now, so they oh, are the first country yeah. on earth to wow. have Bitcoin as an official currency. Interesting. And they're in the middle of implementing that right now. Uh, that's it is i mean because that's the thing about bitcoin it pushes back against your money printing this is the glenn back program